Episode 9, Captured. Those who think they are free are unaware of the traps that bind them, but those who know their place will never know their worth. Welcome back to Girls Who Don't d and I am your Dungeon Master, Corey, and with me yet again live from the dungeon beneath my house are the Girls Who Don't D&D. They are... Indy as Freya. Stacey as Karian. Lana as Morrigan. That's a fast one. Ladies, you've been kidnapped or abducted or one of those two words. So let's start by shouting out the people who've recently stolen our hearts. Aww. See, what, see what I did right there? <laughs> that was so... Very smooth. smooth. Yeah. <laughs> it was seamless. <laughs> I'm going to send some joy out to uh, Matthias all the way from Denmark. That, and I looked this up, is almost 16,000 kilometres from here, pretty close to the opposite side of the world. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it's just under 10,000 miles in D&D distance. All right. Which oh, are I, they different distances? No, it's the same. You know, it's miles versus <laughs> kilometres, but I'm just saying, you know, oh. America still uses miles, which is weird, except if you ever said to me, you're using D&D distance, I'd be like, I totally justify your decision. So America, you keep on using your miles <laughs> just for the D&D reference. Uh, so Matthias from Denmark, thank you for your support. And also say hi to your princess for us, because she's from Australia too. That's Princess Mary. And of course, we're Australian. We all know her personally. Uh, oh, yes. Mary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mary, Mads. Um, <laughs> Miss. We had brunch yesterday. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Princess Mary. Tell her we miss her. <laughs> who I also decided must play D&D as well since she's a princess and that yeah. sort of, you know, it's kind of her living. Uh, ladies, who would you like to say hey to? I'm going to say hey to Katie on Instagram. Um, thank you for commenting and loving our podcast. Um, I'm going to shout out, I'm assuming it is Powder Keg. Um, I'm glad that you are quote unquote fucking hooked. <laughs> and it's awesome to hear from a fellow Australian. That is so Aussie, isn't it? I know. I'm going to say hi to Spencer because he's got a cat. I too, Spencer, have a cat, Mr. Pickles. You are a cat. I am a cat. I have a cat. I'm one with a cat. <laughs> I hope you have that kind of connection with your cat. Uh, remember, if you would like to say something nice to us or feel like feeding our desperate and needy egos, you can find us on the usual socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or just write a review and we'll find it. Like the one I found from LMC1111111, uh, if that is your real name, which was really nice too. Thank you and I wish you many, many crits. Also, we've been asked if we're going to do a very special Christmas episode and the answer is no. We will not be doing that. I will not be writing a Christmas episode. It was me. It was me that asked, so we're not doing it. <laughs> no, we're definitely doing it. You don't have a say in this. <laughs> Fine. It's three to one. Everything I say is going to be Christmas related from now on. <laughs> uh-huh. We'll make oh, it I'm Christmas. my Christmas episode. Feel free to ask us questions about anything except Christmas things. Uh, I have no idea if we'll be able to answer your questions, but go ahead, find us, ask us things, and if we know the answer, we'll try. Last thing before we start, a bit of housekeeping. Our characters have leveled up and are now level five, and... Yeah, yeah. Corinne, can you roll me a d20? Because I've been forgetting to see if your detect magic ability has been lost after each use. Uh, we're going to check to see if it's uh, gone before we moved on. Seven. Seven, it is. You have boom, oh, really? gone. You can no longer detect magic. Yeah. It's a shame. Can I just clarify I on that? Um, so my my armour thing stone was gone, gone, right? Which also means I can jump and swim again. Yes, it does. Yes! Okay, thank you. You can still fart a lot though, Freya. Oh, so really? So got a lot of farting and Vinny is still trapped. That's fair. Yeah, oh, so we have to get Vinny out. I forgot about that. I think that's what we're on our way to do before we got abducted. Well, are we ready to play? Yep. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> then let's do this. It's just three girls, a dragon, and a handful of dice. Some guys telling stories, I'm sure they'll be nice. There will be monsters, monsters, and magic, and fire, and ice, but it's mostly three girls, a dragon, and dice. When we left our story, our heroes had been captured by Captain Menteith after the sudden but inevitable betrayal of international sewer aficionado Randy Buck, the rather likeable scamp with a heart of gold. I mean... Who, That's strong. <laughs> who feeds orphans and single-handedly save the whales from extinction. Oh, wait, are we talking about Randy Buck? Yeah, yeah. Nah. Or at least he claims such things. All of you said it, that's got to be true. <laughs> <laughs> now you find yourselves bundled into the back of a horse and carriage combination, leaving the town of Carol's Rise behind. Yes. Riser, we like, like to call it. Yeah. 
four women, each wearing masks of the Nine Lives Guild, right atop the carriage. Two at the front, two at the back. At first, they sit in silence, but it doesn't take too long until one of them starts humming a tune and the others engage in light conversation. They seem pretty comfortable with what they're doing. The carriage itself, they like their, what I'm saying is they like their work. They're well, in, you know, they're well yeah. looked after. Good benefits. Good benefits. <laughs> Good Health dent- insurance. Good dental, as people like to say. Employment attainment rates are high. <laughs> the carriage itself is pulled by four powerful horses and it climbs a steep path along the coastline. A coastline that transforms from protected beachfronts into a cliff face, 100 metres above the Catalidian Sea, buffeted at the base by heavy waves. While the carriage appears sealed by magic, it does have windows which allow you to see a heavily damaged lighthouse humming of energy. It still stands, but it is clear that it's been a target of the magic you saw take down the lighthouse in Bellison. Where we killed the mayor. Where you killed the mayor. <laughs> For many good reasons. They're so good, so I won't be trying to go back there. <laughs> Not at this stage, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear one of the women speak and she says, Should we finish it off? <gasps> uh, no, says another. Apparently it has to be timed just right, so nobody notices a change at all the others. They don't want the Justicars to think that it's a coordinated attack. And we'd better not be late getting these ones back to the madam. You know how she can be. The one who is humming stops her tune. The path leads away from the breathtaking cliffs and splits a gap between magnificent pine trees that tower above you. The forests they begin to form filters soft sunlight as the silence... <laughs> Why do I put so many fucking S's in this? The you forest- like sibilance. I do. It's a thing. The forests they begin to form filters soft sunlight as the sounds of animals begin to fill your senses. That was a lot of S's. It really was. was. Uh, can everyone roll me some perception of Freya? You get advantage. I get 100. You do not get 100. Let's <laughs> <laughs> finish rolling to 100. You know what? You got a 9, so screw you. You got 100. <laughs> I got a 6. I basically have my eyes closed at this point. Yeah, you, you don't like looking around much. Perception's not your ears thing. Looking my ears going, la, 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 la. <laughs> For you, what, really at this stage, you just notice the sounds of the birds and the animals, uh, and you think they're delightful and beautiful. Car in? 17. 17. No, uh, 16 plus 2 is actually 18, not 17. <laughs> wow. I know. I mean, it's we're early. adding ones. <laughs> this is the first time we've ever played in the morning for people listening. And I'm not drunk, and that's like not how I like to play. You think your mask gets better if you've I, been drinking? Yeah, because I'm more confident. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it's correct, I'm just saying I give it more confidently. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is definitely the correct amount of money to be pushing over the bar. Just making alcohol appear with these dollars. It's 18. 18. I know and Freya, what did you get? 18. Okay, and your perception? Is 1, so 19. Alrighty. Uh, as I said to Morrigan, all you really hear is more birds. It does sound lovely and, if not, relaxing. <whistles> Wonderful. Yes, very Disney. Karin, in between the sounds, though, you begin to hear something stand out. Uh, a whistle. Fucking Randy, that's what I reckon. And it repeats at different intervals. My voice just break. It did. It I'm did. so young. <laughs> <laughs> it repeats. Great, it's going to get deeper. That's what we need. Uh, there is certainly a pattern to the whistle. It has a natural sound, but the order is not natural. Now, Freya, you know this sound. Ooh. This is your thief's cant. Now, a thief's cant, or can't, depending upon which part of the world you want to say it from, uh, is a specific language developed by different guilds or thiev- thievery backgrounds so they can speak to each other in different ways. Sometimes it can be finger movements, sometimes yeah. it can be noises, clicks, winks, any way that you can tell from somebody else that there's information coming. And this sounds like a countdown of sorts. Mm. Seven, six... What would you like to do? What would you like to do? (laughs) (gasps) Um, Can I speak? So I can understand it, so I can clearly speak back. Yeah, all you're hearing at this stage, though, is a a countdown. He whistled like, what are you counting down for? Like, (laughs) yeah. It was at six. (laughs) (laughs) So this is quite soon. Yeah, six seconds, so think carefully about what you can do in six seconds. Do you think we're going to get broken into? I think that's going to happen. Let's just count it down. You're just going to sit there and count it. Five, four... (laughs) Three. Wait a minute. Can you tell us what's happening? Here come my bitches. <laughs> so, but you don't, even, you don't even tell the other two. You, tell us. you just start randomly counting down inside this. Wow. How yeah. you know, I'm picking my nails and like, this is going to be fun. I'm like, hey, Freya. <laughs> I love the idea of her counting out loud and the assassins being like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, exactly. How comfortable you are with the situation, but don't tell the other two. Like, that would make it less cool. I want to make it look cool. Yeah, no, yeah, it's going to be cool. <laughs> oh, you know what would be so cool is if on one, Freya just looked at us and winked without telling us anything. Yes. You count the numbers and I'll tell you what happens in between each number. 
Oh, so we're okay. at six. You're ready for? Five. The wind picks up around you, a soft breeze rushing through the pine needles. Four. You see shadows flicker behind the mighty trunks. Three. Another whistle continues the count. Two. Everything seems to stop moving. The air, the sounds, they all bend and warp. One. With a light twang, a bright magical arrow springs from the shadows and lights the sky like a firework. Here we go, girls. By the way, is it firework for... Like, is there really... Like, the singular? This, yeah, is there a singular firework? Whoever wants to call us on that yeah, can get Katie Perry. I mean, let's just go. Katy Perry. Oh, the dictionary of Katy Perry says yeah. true, yes. so yes. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Katy Perry, approved. Maybe you're a firework. Yeah. <laughs> Individual, singular. Yeah. yeah. And then the forest comes alive. Dozens of shadows leap towards you, but not like the twisted and horrid shadows you've seen before in the last place. These are smaller, agile, flitters of shade and streaks of colour swinging through the air. Cotton, yells one of your guards. Ride! And the carriage lurches forward. Now give me another perception So do they name their horse Cotton? Can we take Cotton? <laughs> We're taking Cotton. cotton I think that's a very home. clear. Yeah. Cotton deserves better. Freya would know that Cotton is actually the name of her guild. That stands for Children of the Night. They're coming to rescue us. Cotton. Oh. C-O-T-N. So the, ho- the horse carrying, like, the carriage isn't The horse cotton. is not called cotton. That, w- that would have been adorable. Of course. Oh. <laughs> like, big badasses are like, little cotton. cotton. Right. <laughs> right? That's what I heard. <laughs> uh, even though this is not a Christmas episode, uh, the names of the horses are indeed uh, Rudolph, uh, <laughs> Donna. Dash up, Prancer. <laughs> I only know those ones. Blitz and Comet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I've got to write down Christmas references. Keep them coming. (laughs) There will be no Christmas episode. Christmas references. (laughs) (laughs) All right, where's that perception check, please? Oh, yes. One plus one is definitely two. (laughs) Freya was so comfortable with what was occurring. She's not paying attention to this bit. She's like, how cool do I look? I this know, I, she's I, just cackling in her really seat. Cool. I actually like to think she's like in the back and she's got her feet up on the seat. Yeah. Like she's actually kicked back. My leather boots. We're panicked, but she's like, don't you got worry. This. I rolled an 18 because at the point where you were like, let's go ladies or whatever the hell you said. <laughs> Shania Twain. Yeah. <laughs> the Shania Twain kicks your doll down. <laughs> and then paid attention. Uh, well, then you hear the voices of children, uh, at least young adults at best, I would say, and they're coming through the air. Um, Karin, what did you roll? I didn't roll. Oh, we should do that. I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, if you want to check, but it's not in a place you want to, it's a 20. <laughs> Stacey has just rolled the dice and it effectively... Fell into my lap. Laugh is kind. <laughs> <laughs> groin has more of an urgency about groin, it. Groin, okay, my groin rolled a 20. <laughs> uh, it was uh, 20, okay. 20, all right. Uh, the 18 was good enough, but I wanted to know what you could both see. Um, you see that all of these shadows and things coming out of the trees, as they start to get a bit of light on them, you can see that they all look like Freya. <gasps> oh, what a twist. Different versions of her, perhaps. Uh, short Freya, tall Freya. Even a more masculine-looking Freya, twin Freyas. There are Freyas everywhere. They don't all look exactly like what a Freya. Good day. They could be Freyas of different age groups. They're just, but they're all looking like Freya. Wow. Uh, standing at the back of the trail, and everybody can see this except for Freya. <laughs> standing at the back of the trail, there is a young man confidently watching over the carefully calculated carnage. His hair is spiked high. His arms are folded across his chest, and a patch covers one eye. He unfolds his arms and raises a hand into a fist and then drops it again with timed purpose. Out of the corner of your eye, a huge tree trunk that is being clearly winched high into a tree comes thundering towards the carriage in a terrifying arc. Uh, give me a dex check. Eight. For Morrigan. Ten. For Freya. Freya. Three. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We basically all tumble onto each other. Yeah, pretty much. When the trunk hits the carriage, it tears through the back and rips away part of the roof. Two of the Nine Lives Guild members just go flying off to the side. You suckers. Uh, who got less than ten? All of Everyone us. except Freya. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Morrigan and Karin, you get knocked loose from the carriage and you both take 1d10 damage from the impact. Uh, Freya, you also get knocked loose from the carriage, but you only take 1d6 damage. It didn't quite clip you as much. Oh, five. All right, five hit points for Freya. Eight. My low rolls help me. I rolled a one. Just remember, you should all have a lot more hit points now, or at least some more. And some. All right, so you've each taken a little bit of damage and been knocked loose from the carriage. The carriage itself leans heavily to one side before tipping over and sliding along the path. The horse is still trying to drag it along, 
as their momentum fades. Poor Cotton. The reins, <laughs> Cotton, <laughs> Rudolph, uh, the reins strain under the tension and two of the horses break free. Uh, your belongings are scattered across the side of the path. Oh, yeah. The remaining two assassins land next to them, almost gracefully. One reaches down and picks up Melancy's golden axe. Other grabs the sword of deception. No. Everybody roll initiative. Three plus one is four for Morrigan. Morrigan. Three plus four is seven for Freya. Five plus one, six. That was really smooth, guys. Good job. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> need any coaching Thank at you, all. Freya. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we definitely didn't have to go through that twice. <laughs> the assassins went first. Surprisingly, I actually thought some of you would beat the assassins. It wasn't exactly a big number to beat. The assassins go first, and the two of them both misty step away onto the back of the horses that are bolting free. Oh, so they just vanish with your weapons and oh. appear, reappear on the horses That's fine. and start. Yeah, I think we off. can misty step all over the fucking place. Yeah, you and I One, got this. Yeah, two of you can. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, and there's only yeah. two of them. Did you I can get misty? misty step. I can Is that misty your step? new thing? That's my new thing. <sighs> handy, handy. Freya, yeah. not so much. That's yeah. right, baby. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. But. And I'm taking that horse. Karin, it is actually your turn first. Karin, what would you like to do? I'm going to miss a step onto the horse as well and go for my axe. Yeah, that's fair. Before I miss a step onto the horse, I'm just going to quickly reach out for my backpack and miss a step with it. All right, so you disappear and reappear right behind, I guess, <laughs> behind makes sense, behind uh, this woman riding the horse holding your axe. Misty step is just a bonus action, which means you still have an action. Having landed behind this one on the horse, you still can do something else like attack. Kind of a weapon, but you can start doing whatever you want to do. What would you like to do? Choke her out. Yeah, 100%. I'm actually going like, to hold on to my axe. Yeah, so you're both, both fighting for the axe. So I've got one arm on the axe, and I'm actually just going to try and push her off the horse. All right. And behind her, so... That, okay, give me. She doesn't know you're there either, so yeah. I'm going to give you advantage. Element of surprise. So two d twenty. Give me a strength check to see if you can throw her off the edge of the horse. Seventeen and seven, so I'm going to say seventeen plus three, so twenty. Bitch is getting off that horse. She is, but she is still holding on to your axe. Yeah, but I've got hold of my axe too. Yeah, so she's now so dangling. Connected. <laughs> she's dangling from the side of the horse, bouncing along the ground. Suddenly notices you're there uh, and is still hanging on to the the axe. But yeah, you've got a better handle on it at this stage. Uh, next on the list was... Ooh, can I get Freya and Morrigan to both roll a dexterity check for me? 20. Uh-huh. All right, try and beat that. Bet. Seven. <laughs> Freya looks down at her feet and sees the reins of the other horses around them, like in a bit of a mess around your feet. And you just step out of them really quickly. Morrigan, on the other hand, suddenly oh, feels the reins tighten and is dragged away by one of the horses, just flying along behind I can behind still use them. Misty Step, right? You can probably still use Misty Steps. Thank you for ruining that moment. Yes. That's fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but that doesn't fucking matter, right? Because yeah. I'm just going to go royal. I'm not phased. <laughs> Bouncing along behind this horse in this really cool, exciting action scene. And uh, yeah, go ahead. It's your turn, Morrigan. Misty well, Step. I, I, I get I grace like, and skin off. Right, yeah, they got taken by this. She can't fucking Misty Step. She <laughs> you fucking roll a 20. To make you feel better, I've got some injuries. I've grazed myself. There you go. Happy. You know what? Yeah, take a D4 of damage. Go okay, ahead. Okay, there you go. I'll give you that. <laughs> Although you probably could misty step before that happened too if you really wanted to. No, I'll give it to you. You seem sad. I'm disappointed. It was going to be fun. One. Oh, wow. <laughs> we continue to roll very low except for that 20. Sorry. I am going to misty step, which is apparently an, a bonus action, onto the other horse that has the assassin with Indy's or Freya's sword. Yep. Cast that so one of my spell slots goes away. Then I get an action, yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I am assuming she's in a similar position to the assassin that was trying to steal the axe. So one hand has the weapon, one hand has the reins. I'm going to grab the um, sword um, as well, and I'm going to actually thrust that into her head at the same time that Her sword that she's also holding, you're going to force into her own head. Yes. Bear with me. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. At the same time that I'm going to um, slip my leg underneath hers to flip her off the horse. Okay. In the hopes that any of this works. There's a lot going on there. Uh, you're going to need to have a successful dexterity check first to see if you can do the thing with the leg. Yeah. So let's have that first. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I don't have a lot of strength or dexterity, so I was just hoping to do something dramatic that you'd like. <laughs> I do like it. And um, that would work for me. Okay. Come on. High numbers. High numbers. 
20. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yes. Oh, wow. This is what we do in Dungeons and Dragons. Today. Good job. Thank you, guys. <laughs> we like to mess up Corey's narrative. Plus one. <laughs> Plus one is 21. Mm-hmm. That's a crit. Okay, I'm going to just say that you grab the sword and for some reason she wasn't expecting it. I mean, you were just appearing behind yep. her. I mean, you used the same move as her. She should expect it a little like bit. Grab the sword and rush it across her throat, uh, which slices quite deep. Not enough in this world to kill her. That's fine, because I'm also tossing her to the side. Because it's not like, you know, she, she has a lot of hit points. She didn't do just 70 points of hit points damage to her straight away. But it certainly is enough to well, make her... it didn't her, fucking tickle, did it? It didn't, and it was certainly enough for her to go <laughs> flying off. She's not suddenly thinking about riding And I get to keep the sword. And you still have the sword. We interrupt this part of the story because this is the part of the game where my son came in and gave all the girls chocolates, which made them make this sound. (gasps) Cooper! (laughs) Oh, that's a cute jacket. And then he told them that he picked the chocolates based on the first letters of their name. So Karin got Kit Kat, Freya got a flake, and Morrigan got a Mars bar, which made them make this sound. (laughs) And also made them forget what they were doing in the game. So let's get back to the story. Okay, so what are we doing? Right, so um, there was a throat slit. Didn't tickle. Oh. Yep, and fell from the side of the horse entirely. So you've just taken over that horse. It is bolting out of control, though. So yes, ladies, you are both on a horse. Uh, you can name them yourselves if you want to. And the horses are still kind of out of control. They just had people... <laughs> Look, they were just happily pulling along a carriage through a forest. Suddenly, the carriage exploded. Uh, but two of the horses have bolted, and then two things have just appeared on top of them, and then another two things have just appeared on top of them. So not surprisingly, the horse mm. are a little bit freaked out. Freya, we are up to you. You did get a chance to notice all those reins uh, at your feet and step to the side, and they are now streaking away very quickly. Are they attached to a horse? They're definitely attached to a horse. <laughs> one of our horses, one of theirs? Theirs? No, one of the other horses. Do you want me to ah. talk to them? Ah, yeah. I can talk to horses. Yeah, sure. Or should I grab the reins? Are you going to try and get your own horse? Yeah, I'll grab the reins. <laughs> and we're all going to name them the reindeer names, correct? I'm going Dancer. Yeah. I'm going oh. Prancer. Oh, awesome. Comet. Oh, oh yeah, that's, pe- that's so perfect. Prayer and comment. I, that's perfect. I'm yeah. so going to edit those out. You're going to hear just, oh, this one's called Slasher. This one's called... <laughs> and you'll be like, mine's called Meatball. Actually, Meatball's pretty cool. But it's not. It's Prancer, Dancer and Comet. Prancer, <laughs> Dancer and Comet. Uh, okay, they are flying through. You're just grabbing onto the reins though, yeah. are you? And then I'm going to go do a bit of an ice skating movement. You're going to skate behind them. Yeah, I think it'll work. 20! 10. <laughs> okay, so dexterity check for that. You knew that was going to be a dexterity check. You knew that was coming. Yeah, plus four. They're 14? Yeah. I mean, is there, is there pieces of timber that have, like, broken off the carriage that you can stand on? <laughs> oh, after the last time I described <laughs> a whole bunch of equipment. Some skis. <laughs> yeah, last time I said, here's a bunch of stuff you can build stuff with. Is there a spider you could hollow out anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be mostly bum work. Look, the leather's yeah. pretty good, but you're being dragged along on the butt okay. behind the horse. I'm going to call that your movement. Yeah, <laughs> strangely, sure. <laughs> movement to grab that. Do you want to do an action? Is there anything you think you can do other than that? Look good while I'm doing it. <laughs> okay, for me, describe exactly how you're making this to look, look cool. Good. I think I need to be on my feet. So, but you're not. You're on your bum. Yeah. But, yeah. Doesn't work for me. <laughs> All right. So a very uncool-looking Freya is spinning yeah, around. I hope that's not burning through your pants. I know. I can feel it. And it's gravel too, isn't it? It's a comedy. It's a nicely worn path. So it's mm. mostly dirt. But okay. yeah, it wouldn't feel great. You're going at a pretty good speed. Yeah. Just some exfoliating. Well, I guess I'll just hold <laughs> on. I like microdermabrasion. abrasion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, behind you, as you guys you know, scamper off in the distance, you see the groups uh, of kids and uh, and one man uh, who doesn't look like Freya, but everyone else does, uh, sort of jump on top of the remaining two assassins who'd come off the side there and just sort of pumble into them really quickly. They don't look like they're trying to kill them, but they're certainly making it impossible for them to get back into the action. But you are all now on some horses <laughs> trundling through a forest at great speeds. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to use my animal right. talk. Yeah. Because I think we need yeah. to rally these horses up. They're going at high speeds. We'd like them to stop. So I know bitches still hold on to this sword, but I can't fight it while we're on a running horse. So yep. Yep. I'm going to first apologise to the horse. I can get my horse to run over the chick next to you oh, to yeah. get her to let go. If the, yeah. That's good. Sorry, I shouldn't clap. <laughs> Murder, tramples, yay. Um, okay, right. yeah, so I'm going to first of all apologise to the horse for fighting on his back. I'm sure he's just very scared and Prancer is just 
I'm like, hey, Prancer. He's going to be like, my name's not Prancer. It's Meatball. Like, it's, well. Everyone calls me Meatball. I hope in time that you'll allow me to call you Prancer. <laughs> meatball. <laughs> that, that was when you were seen as food and um, a servant and that yeah. was your servant name. Like, hey, so sorry about fighting you back here. Don't mean to be an inconvenience. If you could just stop though, we'll be out of your hair. And then also just on that, how is it working for these guys? Like, are they feeding you okay? What are you okay? They're overworking you. And we could just, you know what? If you want to come with us, we could sort out some working conditions. But in the meantime, could you just stop? Okay, yeah. Speak of animals lets you talk to animals, of course. Uh, you might be able to persuade a beast to perform a small favour for you. Give me your roll and let's see what the response will be. My persuasion is minus one, by the way. Okay, this will go well. What's, what's going to happen? I'm going to roll a 20 and it's going to be fine. 18. That'll do it. Your horse doesn't slow down or stop, but certainly becomes rideable. You remember, he's running along the other horses, so the other horses are also out of control. So it's staying with them, like keeping the pace. Oh, okay. I gotcha. think it could, but it's sort of like this is also my family, so I'm not going to stop. That's going to work go. well for us because we're going to take um, all those horses. And they're so, yeah. all tied together. How many horses are we talking? No, two of them are still latched together in some way, but they're yeah. loose. It's not like yeah, they're, okay. you know, it's just that the things are all tangled. In How some many way. horses? There were four altogether. There four are three running at the moment. Three. Oh, that's three that you can perfect. see. The other one's out of sight. Uh, so yours is controllable, I would say. The other two aren't yet. I feel like as a royal, I would have some kind of like training in terms of managing horses and riding. Um, so I'm going to um, keep a firm grip of the the reins with one hand. I'm going to like soothingly like caress the neck of the beast and whisper like, "Whoa, whoa, it's okay." <laughs> um, and what, what don't they like like your um, your like pinch the side of the animal with your with your knees a little bit in order to like tell it that you're communicating you, with it. You're just really trying to get advantage on this role, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Look, we're telling a story. I like here. how she's giving you some background. She's like, as you know, I'm a royal and uh, we love we ride riding constantly. horses. Like we, you can have advantage on this role. Let's see what happens. Oh yeah. See, that's all I want. Okay, animal handling. Advantage. Uh, 17 plus 3 is 20. All right, exactly the same thing. The horse definitely comes uh, like under calms control. A little bit. Calms still running. Yep, that's uh, fine. There is one horse, though, that is now bolting and it's probably getting past the other ones. It's just like hysterical. And Freya is being dragged along behind it uh, by the bum. Well, not by the bum, on the bum, I think. Should that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Serious glute power, yeah. <laughs> Just clench. Do not stop clenching. Do not uh, stop clenching. Clenching. Oh. Uh, so, Freya, what would you like to do? Because I'm really good at acrobatics plus six, yeah. I'm going to try and flip onto the horse. Yeah, you're definitely doing this at disadvantage. This is an incredible effort. Uh, 2D20 and pick the worst. <laughs> acrobatics from your bum to flip yep. on the horse. She can do it. Watch this. Two fours. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even disadvantage me. <laughs> hey, we believe in equal disadvantagement. <laughs> Plus six, so I've got ten. It's actually not terrible, but no, it's not going to work at this stage. <laughs> not today. I'll just keep scooting. Still flicking around back there like uh, like Indiana Jones. Uh, a good chance to do an Indiana Jones reference. Uh, his leather worked. Mm -hmm. So these horses are now still bolting loose. They're getting further and further away from the action as they go through the forest. Uh, two of the horses are under control, but the assassin is still hanging on from the side with the uh, with Melancy's golden axe. And uh, despite being in a position of great disadvantage, uh, which will affect the role, uh, she's going to try and wrench that out of your hands. So this is an opposed strength check. Can you give me a d20 and add your strength, please, Corinne? 20. I don't need to add the strength. Come on! Is it natural 20? <laughs> Another nat 20. Yeah, do you want oh, I mean, to add the strength anyway. if you like? I mean, it was, you know, um, this was a good disadvantage roll. Like, it was a 14 and a 12, uh, but no, that does not beat the 20. And uh, it flings loose and she gets trampled <laughs> underneath the horse. Morgan's yes! horse! Oh, be Morgan's horse. Go ahead. What I would love that so much. Thank you. <laughs> What's the name of your horse again? This is Dancer. And he's dancer. going to dance all over this yeah. bitch. Absolutely trying. He's going to shimmy right on over. <laughs> Sashay even. Kind of like canters and like one final hoof in the, in the, in the neck as we kind of pass by. Well, I guess we've only really got one more problem at this stage. And that is how do we stop Freya's horse? Yeah. Just let it go. Just let go <laughs> of the reins. just cut yourself loose? Oh, I could just let go. You could. Go. You're not just holding on. Oh, but then I don't want to be left behind. You can unclench. <laughs> can we kind of guide our two horses, like, to kind of cut off the third horse to try and get him to slow? If we stop, won't that one stop too because they want to be together? It's more so this one's out of control, so the other ones are staying with it. So this is the one you need to get under control. You can oh. both stop yours right now if you wanted to. 
but they're trying to stay with the other one. I could mage hand up and pull the reins, make it stop. You're going to mage hand the reins to control the horse. Do you reckon? Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm just trying to think of what that. the hand's going to look like. What's the hand going to look like? Yeah. Oh, like a little white glove. <laughs> <laughs> so these are dressage horses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. For some reason, your mage hand has previously trained in dressage. Yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, give me a roll and see whether you can get your mage hand. Oh, this four really likes me today. Another four. Uh, mm. It just struggles to latch on to the part of the reins. Maybe the reins are so, you know, they're locked all over the place. It's very hard to sort of yep. figure out exactly which one to grab uh, because it's not exactly where they used to be. Can we steer our two horses, like, either side of him to kind of get him to, like, slow down to our, to well, our pace? Some, that would be some animal handling right there. So yeah, let's what's your animal rolls. handling? I've got great animal handling, actually. I think of mine's plus five. Oh, sweet. Can we try that? Yep. Okay. Let's do that. Hold so on. we both got a roll for animal handling. Oh, no, it's plus two, but, yeah, I was still good enough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what you get. Okay. 18 plus 2, so 20. 9 plus 3, so 12. You are all now side by side. Karina's doing this very, very comfortably, of course, and is looking across and being a little bit disappointed at Morrigan and your royal horse training. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking at her with, like, subtle judgment. I'm, like, like a slightly raised eyebrow, and I'm like, interesting. Oh, like wow. A quick up-down, like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and also noticing a floating hand between the two of you. <laughs> We're used, well. used to the hand. Yeah. <laughs> We're not surprised. Can we lean over and grab the reins? Yes. I think at this stage we can safely say that you've managed right, so to do yeah. that we're and everything is now. slowing yeah, yeah, we're down. Okay. Yeah. We can probably get down to a canter and you can't be on Freya's horse. as you slow down. <laughs> she skids to a halt. <laughs> I'm clenched. <laughs> you turn around and you are wearing uh, arseless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> what happens at the end of this move? Oh, we're rolling for something, aren't we? <laughs> we are. What do you think is going to happen? Dexterity. Eight plus four. And I get up almost, I'm always bent over. <laughs> Do you need dexterity just to get up? I don't think so, but I love the idea you decided to find out how your, how your stance would be affected. We're really catching um, on to the rules of this game. Given that we started with, you wanted to make this look cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's now like, so I'm punched <laughs> in her arseless chest. Uh, you, make your way, you make your way through the remainder of these woods uh, slowly. Uh, I can, you can choose what you'd like to do. I assume you wanted to keep going forward at this stage. Do we have any sense of where we're going or we're just going to go away from... Can we ask the horses? <laughs> you can ask the horses. Yeah. Hey, dancer. <laughs> Prince, sorry, me. Meatball. <laughs> hey, Meatball. Yeah. Prince of a short. Um, <laughs> what, do you know where we uh, are? It does. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're on our way towards... <laughs> We're going towards Cardison, it says. It's called Cardison. Well, is that the town they were going to take us to? Is that where the circus is? That's what they were trying the, to take us. It, you won't oh, where's the circus? You don't know where the circus is. You never know where that's no, going to yeah, be. But, uh, but that's the nearest town. Um, you don't know anything about that. But to go back, you'd be going back through the forest towards the town that you left where they Oh, okay. Were, yeah. But is this where we were being taken by the assassins? It's only one path, that? so it's basically in yeah. through the forest and out of the forest. Yeah, yeah. okay. And you can yeah. certainly slow down and check it out. From a distance when you get there. Can we disguise ourselves this time? That was yes, our mistake we with Randy Bart. do that. We're 100%. But honestly, where were we going before we got abducted? What was no, our we plan? Were, we were at the gravestone. We just found the stone and we were going to use that to help. And was my dad. Yeah, and we we're going to use that to help Freya, but then we got caught. So we oh, didn't even got the stone. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that does, that's neither here nor there now. Okay, so we, so we might as well just a... continue on to the town. As you're doing this, as you're making your way through the remainder of the woods, you hear something stumbling, uh, something heavy coming through the trees. It's trying to be stealthy, and it possibly thinks it can't be seen, which is strange because it's huge. A huge three-headed giant. Hi, my name is Adam. Hello, I'm Andre. Hi, I'm Bo, and, and we, we are, are the Brothers, Brothers Three. three. When, when shall, shall we three meet again? In thunder, lightning, or rain. rain. We're stuck together, you simple twit. You're going nowhere. Get used to it. You fools, they're here. Get ready, brothers. <clears throat> we gotta be clear. <laughs> All hail Morrigan, who shall be queen. All hail Karin, who's stuck in between. All hail young Freya, who shall be seen. <laughs> we are indeed the brothers three. I'm certain you have heard of me. Or me. Or me. No, not at all. Oh, brothers, they look a bit confused. I've told you, we need to advertise. One more time, Tim. One more time about that advertising. I swear I'll kick you. Brothers, enough. We have a duty to fulfill. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. 
A simple message we have for you, from me and him and that guy too. When finally you reach the end, just scream Balak and she will ascend. It's a cast, of course. Shh, don't say that, you fool. I'm just saying that it feels unfair not to read the fine print. Well, yes, but... As far as I could tell, she was well, quite lovely. Paid in advance. Never swears. Oh, she had very nice teeth. Yes, she did. That's true. It's true. I'm just saying, she seemed quite nice. Ugh, Tim. Time to leave. Throw the smoke bomb. Throw the smoke bomb. We're supposed to leave. Now the smoke's clearing, and we're still here, and they're still here. You know, looking at us. I hate being the middle head. Throw another one. We only had one. Fine. Let's just leave. I mean, you try to do something with gravitas, and what do you get? Nothing. 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 Come on. Did you say Belloc or Belosh? I don't know. What did you say? I don't know. What did you say? I don't remember. Is it important? Well, I'd say so. Belloc, Belosh, Belloc, Beluga, Bluji. Damn it, Tim. Oh my god! That's that cool. character is sick. <laughs> like that was awesome. That, yeah, they are our first international listener collaborations. Two of those voices were from the US, and Bo was from Down Under. Um, <laughs> And if you're wondering how a three-headed giant can have multiple accents, um, some of the heads are well-traveled. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Macbeth reference, too. The Macbeth reference is sick. Uh, and that collaboration also included someone from Tabletop Vanguard, who we talked about in our last episode. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fellow D&D podcast. I wonder what this Belloc thing is. For now, she flitted from host to host. It felt as though each was weaker than the last. None of them had power. She rested in old men as they withered on deathbeds, nestled in the ironic warmth of those without homes, and on occasion, she danced between the near-dead as they chased hate across battlefields. But a curse is a curse, and the one upon her had great power, and would require great power to overcome. And so she waited, whispering her name into the ears of the dying, flittering from host to host, and boiling with dreams of redemption. Belloc's a name. name. Yeah. I thought they said the lock, but you, it's Belloc. Yeah. Yeah. Are you asking me or are you saying it out loud? Oh. You, you want to say that out loud? No. Nope. Okay. Apparently not. No, apparently. I'm just asking. Well, no, it said scream and she will ascend. It didn't say say and she oh, will Oh, is that what it said? Scream. Mm. So it's like Beetlejuice. Like scream you say the name and they like appear. That, yeah. yeah. When you reach the end, scream. But like, oh, like Jumanji. Oh, yeah. So, but there's a cost if we do scream her name and she ascends, but she is lovely and has nice teeth and paid in advance. They do argue at the end about how it was supposed to be pronounced. Belloc or Belosh. Yeah, the remainder of the trip is less eventful. Occasionally you hear noises from the woods, but nothing steps onto the path. No frailings, no three-headed giants. The last of the huge trees clear, and you find yourself overlooking a huge city from the top of a hillside. Where the city ends in the distance, a desert begins and spreads to the horizon. This is a city of substantial wealth, beautiful homes and manicured gardens, tall towers of grand design, and hundreds of tents on the outskirts of the city. Freya, you recognize a great deal about this place, but one thing stands out for two reasons. The first is obvious, you've seen it before, a dark building on the edge of the city, a place you've been to, <gasps> the home of the Nine Lives Guild. But, and here's the strange bit, you remember it as a two-story building that sat amongst the other buildings. But now, now that two-story building sits atop a tower many floors high. Uh, a sign next to you says, Welcome to Cardison. Uh, but the words Death's Foot are written below. Mm. On the other side of the path, there is yet another notice board. Your wanted signs are clearly visible, but the list of crimes next to your names now includes grave robbing, while Freya's list seems to be almost incomprehensibly long now, like a fold-out <laughs> of many, many crimes that seem to have been occurring. I love that. Can I see my entire poster now? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Because I couldn't see the entire poster before. No. So does it say what I did? Because it just had treason. And it still just says treason. Ugh. If nobody needs to know what it is, the Queen has said it's treason. Yeah, so it must okay. be treason. Well, no, it's just you were all, like, mysterious about it last time. So I was like, ooh, does that mean I get to... I just like being mysterious. Oh, my uh, there's also one for the Cirque du Soleil, so let's see. I've got the D100 ready to go. Who wants to roll this time to see if the circus is in town? I want to roll. I want to roll. I want to roll. I want to roll. Because you rolled last time, yeah? Go for it, B. I rolled last time. We've got about a one in four chance this time. What'd you get? I got a 77. 77. 
okay. Uh, to the side of the side of the Dark Tower, in what would otherwise be a local stadium, are a series of rides, sideshow thingies, and one massive tent. <laughs> one massive tent in the distance, yeah. What colour is it? It's uh, brownish. Ugh. Oh, I was kind of thinking of reds well, and blues. It's a world tra- yeah. No, no, it's a well-travelled tent. Okay. This is a pretty impressive-looking circus. It's, it used it to extends. be a bright mustard yellow. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, it does look like a pretty good circus, but the tent itself does look like it's been pulled out a lot of times. You have a couple options here, I guess. Uh, one, you could obviously go into the town for any other reason other than the two I've just stated, but you've also got the tower in the distance that Freya knows and a circus. I think we need to disguise first. Oh, yeah. I was trying to get past that swiftly. Wow. <laughs> Why were you it suits learning? Because <laughs> no, we're going to. So, but I. Yeah. Well, okay, how? Well, we're going to have to have illusions put on us. Or we could ask our snail bag for some things that we could use to disguise ourselves in terms of. <laughs> I would like the I glasses with the mustache. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to ask for that. You are You're a changeling. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You can, you can just think about what you're going to look like and change into it, and you let us know in a second. Morrigan, what are you asking for? I, I don't know yet. I, um, <laughs> I know I, I want to take some, like, mud and, like, put it through my hair and, like, make them dread so that it's a different colour and a different style. Okay. So that's step one. You're not going to illusion yourself? It doesn't stay for long. It's oh, a minor shit. illusion, and it's, like, it right, doesn't it's hold a, up to question. It's a glamour. It's, like, a quick, yeah. yep, all right. Yeah. So you've, so you've just gone quick mud. Well, yeah, I'll do some like muddy dreads. It'll be awesome, and I won't. I won't have the bright red hair that I've yep. that I've got. Okay. I, I need like a cloak and like a pillow and some rope, and I'm gonna give myself a hunchback. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. A cloak, a pillow, and some rope. Yeah. All right. Give me a d20. And let's see what the Stucker, the snail who lives at the other end of your bag of holding, yeah, backpack of holding. Hey, Stucker, come on. Oh, let's see what I have here. Uh, and fortunately, the first two things come through. Uh, so there is some rope okay. uh, and there is a cloak. Okay. But he does not have a spare pillow. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I thought it was probably, probably a long shot. Um, can I roll for perception and see what we've got around us that we could use? Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> a boulder. <laughs> oh, I'm not strong. We hollow out the boulder and then we walk in. With the big best preferences, we actually disguise ourselves as a forest and we start moving <laughs> towards. I love that. Uh, it's a nine. Uh, no, there's nothing particular around you except grass. I mean, I guess you could start. It's all small grass. It's a plain. It's not like long grass. You could get a lot of small grass. Yeah. Pad the back, I guess. Karin, what would you like to do to change your appearance? Yeah, okay, so look, I think the thing is that my signature is my hair. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to shave it off. Uh, jokes, no, I'm not. I wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I the would silence. never. The silence. <laughs> not even fictionally when Ooh. I shave my hair. I'm actually going to ask my backpack for maybe like a scarf that I could kind of fashion into a turban. Um, and I'm going to just change my clothes. I think I'm very, like, druid appearance. So I'm going to, like, I'm actually not disguising myself physically as more of just, like, a vibe. I'm just going to give off a different vibe. So I'm going to go for, like, a gypsy-esque type vibe. So I'm going to ask for a scarf around my head, maybe, like, a lot of, like, go- any kind of gold jewellery that's about that I'm going to clad myself in, something loose, very colourful, you know, something by Camilla. Oh, okay. <laughs> so specific. Um, you right. know, just, like, very, like, I'm going for, like, a more, like, Gypsy tell your fortune vibe. Give me a D20 and let's see what comes out. Oh, it's a three. (laughs) I know exactly what you're thinking. And a towel comes out. (laughs) Just a towel. You wanted something to cover your hair. You fucking dick. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I want to take one more stab at perception and see if there's any, like, clotheslines. (laughs) Nearby <laughs> with some stuff we could steal. No, it was mostly tents. In fact, around the edge of the town, it looks oh, tents, okay. poor. Yeah, the town me. itself looks very well off, but the town on the edge of the town looks like a lot of people have been getting here lately. Probably people from the last town as they evacuated, maybe even from further north in Bellison. This is the next place that they're all getting to. Uh, but um, city of Cardison is not one that's been built on poverty, built on wealth. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, are we going? Where are we going? Well, first of all, I'm gonna have to fashion my hair into this fucking towel. <laughs> well, so it looks like you've just got out of the shower. Is basically what. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much. I look like I've just got out of the shower. I've got. I do have a cape. 
I guess I'm going to tear a hole in that, slip it over the towel to cover like the rest of my appearance, and I'm going to abandon my skull tassels into the bag. It's okay, fantastic. Cool. Okay. Um, I've just got the the, the cloak Muddy over dreads. me, and I'm like walking with a hunch. And um, if anyone needs to talk to me, I'll be like, in my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And oh, Freya, what are you going to make yourself? Oh look yeah. Like? Um, she can actually do that. Yes. Yeah. It's I'm just a fake gonna... mustache, isn't it? It's Freya <laughs> with a fake mustache. And that's it. That's all. I just grow a mustache. <laughs> You'd never see me. Um, <laughs> no, I think I'm going to turn myself into a heavily pregnant lady because no one can. No going to question that. Yes, no, no one, one questions question pregnancy. No, no one questions that. I think it's fantastic. Yep. Can't wait to see you do some, um, some, some <laughs> of your aerobics. So just like quickly, we have a hunchback, a pregnant woman, and someone who just got out of the shower. No, I'm going to write this down. <laughs> and then I'm going to steal all their shit with my fake baby belly. And that's yes. where all the things are. This is an old Freya trick. It's just, yeah, yep. all this mine in the book for Freya. <laughs> so now that you're disguised, what is it you'd like to do? Go to the circus. Oh. <laughs> what would you like? It's already been answered. So a vote. What Quick did you vote. say? I said, what do you want to do, girls? And both of you oh. were like, we're going to the circus. I was like, oh, that wasn't up for debate. Okay. All right, let's go. We're going I'm to sorry, the circus. did you want to take the, the towel and the bloody pregnant lady and the dreaded old lady to the Nine Lives Empire? No, you're right. Let's go to... We deserve <laughs> some downtime. Let's go to the circus. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well, what do we do with our horses? Good question. What do you want to do with the horses? I actually just want to have a quick conversation with the horses because I want to lock them down. Yeah, they could be good. But as a druid and someone who likes to kind of take on willing animals, we're going to really have to come to an agreement. Okay, so um, we want want them to come with us, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to say, hey, Prancer, Dancer, Meatball, Meatball, respectively. Um, Look, we've been really enjoying your company and we were wondering if you'd like to continue this journey with us. We can offer you like... Food. Look, it's going to be dangerous. I'm going to be very clear about that. I want you to know what you're in for. We're on a pretty dangerous quest. We can let you go if you'd like. You can go. We would really like for you to stay. And we'll protect you above ourselves. We honestly will. I won't. We'll let you go if it comes to that. But would you like to come? <laughs> Persuasion. And I think I'll give you advantage of this. I think they're, they're, they're keen. Or at least meatballs keen. 14 plus 2. So 16 is my highest. We'll stay. We'll stay on the edge of town for you. We'll wait. Okay. Since you're going to the circus. I mean, we can't go to the circus. We're definitely going to take... We, I don't think you'd like what you saw there anyway, so we're not going to take you to the circus. But you'll go. Mm, this seems problematic to me that, you Oh, we're, know, we're on a quest. We're on a quest. This right. is not about our entertainment. We're just questing. Um, we'll come back. And so you just wait here. We're not going to tie you up. If you want to go graze, do that. But we'll see you when we get back. Okay, thanks. I just felt we really needed that conversation. All right. <laughs> now we're going to go to the circus. <laughs> uh, there is a carnival atmosphere as you approach the surf... Uh, the surf- Cervix? I was really upset. <laughs> yes, the cervix. It's a carnival atmosphere. Well, I, the I am nine months pregnant. <laughs> it's less of a carnival now. <laughs> there is a carnival atmosphere as you approach the circus. Rows of people line up to enter. You hear the sounds of the sideshow, games and hollers, animals and monsters. It appears to be quite an expensive show. More than expect for such a place. But no one, other than perhaps you, seems to be complaining. In fact, there is an air of excitement. And because this is D&D, there is actually something called the air of excitement. It's a thing. It's an air elemental flicking through the air, generating excitement everywhere. Um, it's prancing on the lines, swirling around, and handing out tickets for some kind of lottery. He hands each of you a ticket. Oh, thank <gasps> you. I Yay. love it when we get physical, tangible things. Is this, Wait, is... is this handwritten? That's nice handwriting. Oh, it's one of those fancy pens. Yeah, yours is way better. Yeah, mine looks printed. <laughs> Yours is a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looks like they've been given to you for some sort of lottery or a draw. Ooh. And just for general generating excitement because this is the Thank air of excitement. Thank you, young one. <laughs> it hovers next to you for a while as if checking you out. Can you guys give me a perception check, Freya? You get advantage at this one. Ooh. 40. Morrigan rolled a one and yes, no one is surprised. <laughs> Classic low roll. One, 14, and Corinne? 11. Freya, you would sort of recognise this manoeuvre... Um, is the, it's called the give and go. So it's to give you something, but it also gives the person giving you something time to check you out to see if there's anything about you that is interesting to them. Gotcha. So right now they're looking, this air of excitement looks like it's just there to go, hey, look at all this fun stuff. When you get inside, you're going to get these great things. But really it's also eyeing off each person as it goes along. Uh, further forward in the line beyond the air of excitement is a far less engaging looking man. Let's just call him a carny. He is standing uh, near a rather wealthy looking family. One silver each, he says, and he holds his hand out in expectation. He's about five groups away from you and he's coming your way. How would you like to proceed? 
We actually have those coins. Remember when I was shaken down as a bear and I was shaking him down? No silver amongst that though, but you do have coins. You'd probably be We've able to- We've got coins. We've got something. Like, coins. Probably, I mean, silver's a bit of a rung up from what you would have. You might have enough to make a two by one ticket from what you managed to get from Captain Menteith. That's fine. Do, Freya, can you tell do you have those coins we took from Yeah. Old Mate when we shook them down? Yeah, hand them over. Open up my pregnant belly. Yeah, there you go. Open up my pregnant like a latch, <laughs> it just opens up like a door. <laughs> oh my stash. All your Rolexes are in there. Yeah. Like, what do you want? <laughs> oh, I'll just go and do a pull of Swifty on that rich family and we well, yeah, they're all fairly rich. You don't have to go up to the one that's currently being no. currently buying. So you can just the people. Actually, you're right. We yeah, have I'll a, just go steal it. We have a world-renowned thief on our hands. Can you just yeah. go, just get your mage hand and go do some pickpocketing? Well, you don't even yeah. need your mage hand. You can use your actual hands. You have a skill called sleight of hand, which we really haven't yeah. used yet. So have a look at what it is, and let's see if you can steal some money from the people in front of you. Oh yes, plus eight. Plus eight. This is actually one of the things you are brilliant at. Yeah. Not surprisingly. Yeah. All I right, am a thief. Freya, what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to waddle over to one of the families and pretend I have like a back pain. And when I bend over, grab, like when I go, ah, oh, I'll grab, I'll sleight of hand them. All right, <laughs> give us a roll and see what you manage to do. 14 plus eight, so 22. Uh, you turn back around to the other two uh, ladies with this massive <laughs> smile on your face, not even trying to hide the fact that you're holding someone else's purse and lifting their head over like, ooh, look at that idea. <laughs> um, and just as that happens, the carny gets to this row of people and it's a little family with kids and everything like <gasps> that. And he asks them for money and you see the father start patting around pockets and, and he can't find his, he can't find his little pouch that he had a second ago. And the mother says, I didn't bring mine. What, did you bring yours? And he says, oh, you fool, you've left it at home again. And she's upset and the kids start crying and they step out of the line. And I say, move. <laughs> <laughs> I was half expecting you to hold up their purse and go, I'll shout you. Yeah. I, I, I thought we were going to do the nice thing and be like, oh, look, you please drop your wallet here, let us shout you. But I'm not showing the wallet, but she's across in Freya style. She's like, Freya's come are you really times. holding up the line? Yeah. <laughs> tougher times. All right, they leave. They leave. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> the single tear goes down the child's face. You find your way oh. into the circus. Uh, oh, sweet. Yay. You page your way in and you can see a, a wide array of fantastic things. There's food everywhere. There's different types of things. Everything's on a stick. Everything's deep fried. Yum. Uh, oh, yes. The deep fried things have been deep fried. I uh, would like some deep fried fairy floss, please. There is deep fried fairy is that real? floss. Fairy floss? No, no, he said everything's fried. Ah. <laughs> there is definitely deep, deep fried fairy floss. Let's be honest, someone else should really do my job. <laughs> I'm the least yeah. skilled, skilled person when it comes to tongue twisters. Uh, there's all that sort of stuff. There are gift shops. You can go in there and find some things. Um, one of the gift shops has a mug that says, uh, you know how you go to the gift shop and it never actually has your name? Yeah. Oh, Is that yeah. just my experience? So there's one there India, for, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Mine's always spelt wrong, so yours, you can see when it just says Freer. Yeah, so close. There's Karen. Uh, Karin, which we've already, <laughs> look, let's be honest, it's spelt wrong in about 50 different places on our website, on online. Every time we do it, we do it differently. Uh, you notice a tent, it's a smallish looking tent um, that says Bearded Lady Fortune Teller, the world's only Bearded Lady Fortune Teller. Uh, and it goes into a bigger tent behind, a much bigger tent behind. Um, and you can see things at the front of that one like um, tarot cards and other bits and pieces. Um, out the front of that building is a woman with stunning red hair, uh, a waving mane that moves as though there's always wind blowing through it. Okay. And a beard of matching elegance. Ah, uh, okay that weaves past her substantial curvature. She's very curvy. When she sees you, her eyes light up. But then she seems to second guess herself. And when I say sees you, just curry. Okay. She looks around quickly. She signals at you to follow her. And she steps back into the tent. Does she have like Viking braids in her beard? Yes, now, now that you've mentioned it, she does. Oh, yep, no, yeah, no. It's dark when you enter, and it takes a little bit of uh, time for your eyes to adjust to the room. But when they do, you see a room full of bizarre items, jars of jars of glowing fish, strangely shaped glasses with coloured and sometimes bubbling liquids, uh, decks of cards with frightening but beautifully constructed artwork, giant dragon teeth that look increasingly fake as your vision clears, and an even more unrealistic-looking crystal ball filled with swirling vapours. And hmm. then you hear a voice. Is it really you? She says, and she walks around Karin, brushing aside all the attempts you've made to disguise yourself until she finds just a little bit of pink hair. <gasps> it is you, Blaze. You can't hide those eyes. I can't believe you came back. And she hugs you. 
Did you find them? Wait, is this them? Holy crap, it is, isn't it? She bows her head in reverence but can barely hold her excitement. Fasa! She calls <gasps> out. It worked! She leads you through into a bigger tent, and there you see a huge snail. Discoloured, somewhat malnourished, but apparently extremely happy to see you alive. Oh, child! I am so happy to see you're still alive! Fill us in, lady. We've had a rough few days. Uh, what, it, what do you mean, fill us in? Okay, like, so pretend that we know nothing about anything ever. You're, explain it to me like I'm four. I, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Don't. I'm four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I was wrong, but you're Blaze, right? Corinne, why is she calling you Blaze? Blaze. Blaze Corinne. That's your full name. Yeah, okay, I guess I think that's me and you are... Kakadi. Uh, Kakadi. <gasps> Let me just write that down, Kikadi. It's Kakadi. Write it down. I was going to write it down. How yeah. much have you forgotten? We have forgotten everything, Kakadi. So if we could just start from the start of how you know me, I'm writing it all down. Corinne is your last name. Actually, it was Savin before you were married, but Dutch and Harkon thought that that would be too easy for our enemies to find. If you get what I mean. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to start from the start, Katie. I don't know all of it. Thassa here sent Harkon back to find you. Oh. Do you even remember that much? I remember Harkon coming to get me. Didn't know that was a Thassa thing. Harkon found Thassa and told us what we needed to do. And she sent Harkon back to get you. He said he knew exactly where you would be. Now, uh, how do we know these two? And I'm just pointing at Morgan and Freya. I've still got my notepad and I'm writing notes. Maybe Thassa would be better off explaining this All right, part. we'll just talk to Thassa. Okay. Okay. All right, it was really good to see you. Oh, I don't understand how you don't know either of them. Or how you wouldn't know of them. They are. The other two. Harkon needed them both. Oh, so it wasn't an accident that we... We, we weren't an accident. Well, we were mostly looking for one. He didn't know who you were, little one. He guessed you were alive, but Freya... It is Freya, right? Yeah. He... He hoped you were still around. But Morrigan, he knows a lot about you. At this point, I'm like washing out the mud from my hair. Because I'm assuming Bearded Lady has some kind of like... A really nice shampoo regime. Katie is like so impressed that your hair and her hair are so similar. And she's like looking at her beard and starts braiding it. Buying you (laughs) off a little bit longer than normal. I like what you've done, she says. Um, Thassa looks at you and says, "But But where is Harkon? Surely you still have Harkon. Dutch, the boy... We don't know, but we have heard from them. We assume they're alive. He's still breathing, Dutch, said Harkon. Carry him. We won't have long. He's just sending men to weaken us. There's no way Dornus would actually give us a chance. Dutch lifted Kuzo over his shoulder. The goblin had fought well, but was beyond his abilities. Loot struggled to keep him functioning and was now weak himself. Three waves of Dornus' soldiers had seen to that. But still, they lived. We can't keep this up, said Dutch. He's been one step ahead for too long. We've got to get up out of here before. Harkon interrupted him. You're right. He knows we have to get to the surface, so... Dutch smiled. So we go deeper instead. Yeah, said Harkon. Let's see what he's hiding. Wait, what? You've heard from Harkon? Sorry, it's been crazy. I think it was just before we were abducted. Right, it has been hectic. It was yes. just, it's been a hectic time. Just were abducted. I kind of got like a little signal come through. It wasn't clear. I got a couple of words. But do you know where he is then? No, no idea where he is. We changed our tattoos, so even if we knew where he was, we, we couldn't, couldn't communicate him. Perhaps it would be better if I showed you what Harkon saw. Yeah, show us that. Kakadi, take them back into the other room. Uh, now, Kakadi takes you back into the first room, the fortune-telling room, I guess you could say. And she puts her hands over the crystal ball and then she pulls them back and says, sorry, these are just for show. Thassa runs everything and I just tell everybody (laughs) what's happening. Thassa's a guardian of time. It should be amazing, shouldn't it? But that bind stops her from doing so much. And uh, she points to a metal band or ring on her finger and she points to one on Thassa as well. We all have one of these. It's how the ringmaster keeps control of us. He just has to think it, we feel the pain. Anyway, take a seat. Let's get started. Take my hand, and she puts her hands out so you can all touch. Harkon made her show him this so many times. He was looking for something. I'm sorry, but I don't think you're going to like what you see. And then her voice fades and is gone. 
now you find yourself standing in an open plain with towering mountains to your side, surrounded by armies. Tens of thousands of warriors of all backgrounds, elves, dwarves, Leonin, human, halfling, dragonborn. They stand beside each other, united against another army, a sea of unarmed men and women, a countless swarm that drifts as one towards the front line. They are slow but overwhelming. But the United Army seems strong and determined despite being so heavily outnumbered. Their weapons should prove the difference at first, but against such incredible numbers, only leadership could command victory. In front of each army stands or rides or even flies the mighty Justicars. The sight of them alone is enough to inspire. Behind them all, lifted from the ground upon a hovering throne, a queen runs her hand across a necklace of gems. Ooh. Ooh. Oh no. Bitch, is that fake Morrigan behind that you? That's fake Morrigan. Yeah. Ten gems of varying colours. Ooh. Each throbs and glows. And that is when you realise you stand between both armies, the united force and the soulless swarm. And that is when she sees you. And that is when she raises her finger and the word die screeches across the battlefield. Freya is the first to fall. The daughter of Edril Savin is next. But she saves Morrigan for a while. And now the swarm begins to charge faster and faster. The United Armies look to the Queen and she slowly removes her necklace. Then and only then is when the Justicars realise their mistake. She unthreads each gem and smashes them on the ground one by one. And as she does so, each Justicar falls to the ground. Oh no. Soulless and dead, one after the other until none remain. The Queen looks back at Morrigan again and returns the necklace to her own throat, one gem still intact. She smiles as the swarm sweeps past Morrigan and begins its destruction of the United Armies. The last souls of the living quickly thicken the battlefield, sweeping towards the mountainside, flowing deep into a cavern. And then the mountains shake, the air is sucked from the skies, a millennial old breath is drawn and an old god is reborn. And that brings us to the end of part one. 